Welcome back, guys, to another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. I am your host, Nick Carlson, the CEO of Dawson Manufacturing, and I am sitting here with my CTO, the Chief Talking Officer, Mr. Kyle Parks. How are you today? OKP. I'm great. Yeah, OKP? Okay, oh, old KP. Oh, old KP. Yeah, like when I used to do with your dad, mm-hmm. old man. Old man, yeah, yeah. He didn't like that at first, but you've oh, earned your yeah. way. Yeah, talk about slapping somebody around. <laughs> He's not afraid to. Man, dude. It's funny around here. We cannot call you Kyle. No. We have to call you Kyle Parks. Kyle Parks. I don't know why. I, actually, yeah, Sam said that the other day. He's like, I cannot just call you Kyle. I don't know. I, it's just, I don't know, it rolls right off the tongue. I got a buddy of mine. He literally just calls me KP. That's yeah. all he calls me. Yeah, I don't know. So, okay, guys, this episode today is going to be all about branding, and I don't mean to jump in that. I'm not jumping ahead of Kyle here. It actually kind of – his name is actually kind of part of my theories in branding and the whole two syllables, Kyle Parks. Kyle Parks. It's really easy to say, and that goes back to um, a lot of our theories that we're going to go through today in branding and colors and how to look at things and how to compare them, and there's just so much to it all, uh, the subconscious mind of what it likes, what it doesn't like things that it it will pick up on and won't pick on uh pick up on uh, one of these days i'll learn how to talk that'd be great yeah i think I, <laughs> I think i may learn one day actually it is quite a struggle for me with this whole broken jaw thing you ever see me spit oh i have it's terrible I you like have terrible. to like move from one side to another and mm-hmm. then ah! it'll like build up on my on the right side of my lip here and i'm like constantly like licking it just trying to like keep myself from looking like a complete fool but anyway, guys, this is going to be about branding. These are all going to be theories and things I've tested over the years. I've tested everything from I've designed, I don't know, however many logos in my lifetime uh, or, you know, designing uh, bandit signs, you know, little, little two and a half yeah. by 18s or whatever that you see on the side of the road. There's um, there's a whole big list of laws that I've created because um, I've tested over the years and it, it, it seems to really move the needle. So, Kyle, where do you think we should start with this with these guys? Where do you think they'd find the most value? Um, why don't we go into something that we can relate with? So we have the Dawson logo. It's on your shirt. Mm-hmm. You can pull it up anywhere. We can go online and look at it. So why don't you just kind of go into the Dawson logo? That way people have point of reference because we don't have the you know video version just yet. Perfect. So might Perfect. as well do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. So first off, let's talk about the name. Yes. Okay. No, there's not a single person in this building named Dawson. No. Okay. The reason we did that is because I am a true believer in not naming your company after you. Because you don't want to have the face tied to you. Correct. Now, I believe that Dawson Manufacturing is too much lenient, leaning on my face and my name. I can and, put mine out there. Hey, do it. When we <laughs> first started this, there was a sales guy that used to work for us. And uh, I, I said to him, I said, dude, I don't want to be the face. I, I, I don't think the company should have a face. I think it should just be the brand. And what I quickly found after some testing was the company – needed to be legitimized by the person that created everything that had the credentials. Again, you're going to hear me say credentials on this podcast constantly. A lot. A lot. Like, I'm not going to stop saying it because uh, too many people in too many different industries, I don't care if it's a green industry or the coaching industry or the social media industry, go find the credentials. You'll look at these guys online and, and they've got like, oh, I've got 700,000 followers. And you go through their follower list and it's like... They're all, all these, bot accounts. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, they're like people from like India. Like that doesn't that's a bot account bro like don't stop lying i know somebody that bought like i don't know i think he bought a couple ten thousand forty thousand followers on instagram a couple years back and i'm like short-term gain long-term loss bro and guess what happened long-term loss long-term loss and i'm still just pecking away at it i'm still i haven't hit the ten thousand market on instagram yet with with you know ultimate industrial manufacturing 
We're still not there yet. And the reason is, is because I want the highest, best leads. I want the best followers that we can get. Not It's it's quality over quantity. Exactly. That Let's is just, huge. Let's say that. It's huge. Quality over quantity is, is the name of the game. So when it comes to branding... We'll get into the name first so we don't get away from that. Yeah. Who, what is the... What is Dawson named after? So Dawson was a dog that I had in my early years. And when I got myself, if you've listened to some of the early podcasts, you'll hear my story is, is quite traumatic, quite long, kind of crazy. Um, grew up with basically nothing. Uh, worked my way out of it. Got this dog and could not figure out a name for this dog. And I had him for about two weeks. He's a Border Collie, uh, German Shepherd mix. He's a mutt. Paid 175 bucks for him back in like 1995. Great dog. Uh, he ended up living until he was like 17 when he died. That's all. But the name came from, I'm a big race fan, and my favorite race car driver back in the day was Bill Elliott. And Bill Elliott is from Dawsonville, Georgia. Mm. Okay, you got to say with that twang. Dawsonville. Dawsonville. And, uh, Lips off to the side. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, the whole the whole deal. Them boys down there eat some fat back, you know. They, mm-hmm. they drink their sweet tea. So, um, basically, we had gone, my father and I had gone down to Dawsonville, Georgia, and visited Bill Elliott's race shop a week or two after this this dog Dawson was purchased and we came home and I was like what if we just named him Dawson and just removed the Ville yeah. off of Dawsonville and that's where the name came and it stuck and this dog meant absolutely the world to me and to this day when he passed away I said you know I'm not a tattoo guy I'm not against them but they're just yeah. not for me um, and I said I wanted to commemorate him somehow and so on uh, one of the shotguns I have it's got like a a mural engraved into it of him and then the uh, uh the company dawson manufacturing he had died uh, 10 years or whatever no it was about six years before dawson manufacturing became a, a company and um i had said you know whatever the next thing i ever do in my life i want to name it dawson whatever yeah and so it ended up being dawson manufacturing so that's where the name comes from it's not named after any of us and the reason i say it shouldn't be named after any of us is that one day a business, when it's created, it should not only be a money generator and a jobs creator and a home for people to build their lives and build their futures off of. It should also be a sellable entity. It's no different than a vehicle or a home. It, you want to keep it nice and you want to be able to resell it one day. And so if the company was named Dawson or uh, uh, Nick Carlson Manufacturing or Carlson Manufacturing, it would always be somewhat tied to us, to yeah. me, to my family. And I didn't want that. I didn't. I didn't want... To, to sell it and some of you go well if, if you're not here then it's not quite valued at what it should be and so that's why I truly wholeheartedly believe in a big business really shouldn't be named Homer's you know depot it's it's Home Depot yeah you know it's not it's not um, Kathy's um, I don't know healthcare it's Blue Cross Blue Shield right? yeah you know what I mean so that's why I believe in that and so that's the kind of when you want to start with a brand, you really need to look at really, again, I, in the last episode we just talked about was, you know, when you set a goal, you want to work your way from the finish line backwards. Yeah. Right. And that goes, again, I'm going to practice what I preach here. When it comes to that brand, you want to make sure that you're looking at the end goal first and working your way backwards. Okay. So there's my theory on naming a business. Now, if you want to name it, I have a friend of mine that has a company named Oasis and, and you know, his whole thing was creating an Oasis in your backyard perfect yeah it's beautiful it's great it's it, perfect i think it's great i think it should be a sellable entity one day as long as he manages the company right and keeps his finances in check and and really builds that brand i think he's going to do great um it and there's going to be ebbs and flows to the whole thing so um that's a great approach and i think that that could be su- very successful um colors colors are a big one kyle 
have have we had that conversation? Uh, we had very briefly, yes. But you you went into this big deep dive of the color wheel and how it plays off of people's psyche and things like that. So you want to dive into that? Sure. So here's here's my approach. So if you all the answers that I'm about to give you, literally, if you're driving down the road right now, go look at the stores. Go look at all the logos around you. So the number one uh, pairing of colors is red and blue. Yeah. All day long. Go look at politicians. Look at all their signs. One's red, one's blue. Pepsi. Pepsi. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Ford. Blue. Red. Blue. Red. Everywhere you look, it's blue. Go look at a Toyota logo. If you looked at it years ago... It, it, was, right, it was like red and white or something? Or? No, no. What they did was they, they took their two little ovals that kind of overlap each other. Yeah. And then they ghosted blue behind it. I think I've seen that. Yeah. I bet you go out there and look at Jamie's truck. So one of our guys, Jamie, he's got a uh, Tacoma outside. I bet you that front logo, I bet you it's got like a blue ghosted. It lo- almost looks like it's backlit in blue. And Toyota brought that in 10, 15 years ago because they did some studies and found the blue. Look at the Aquafina co- bottle you have right in front yeah, of you, Kyle. I didn't even think about that. It's blue with a touch of red on it. Is it? What, Aquafina? Is that Pepsi? Or? It's Pepsi. That's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's big. And so you have you have a blue logo with white letters, because white is the absence of all colors, so it can be used anywhere. You could swap that for black and probably never even know. Yeah. Um, yes, white in that scenario there looks better, but see the little house? There's a little house on it. Little oh, red, yeah. little red roof. Why in the world would there oh, be a Oh, it's mountains little... with the sun. Well, it is, but the reason they make it red... So think of it this way. When they go to print that, that is basically a clear piece of plastic, and there's two colors on it outside that red. There's basically white different shades of white which they just when they mix the ink they just mix in a touch of blue and it makes it look kind of gray yeah and then there's the blue behind in the background so it's white and basically blue so to add that little red sunshine that's a whole third color when it comes to like screen printing and all that yeah that's a that's a whole other process right and so when you're screen printing clothing or having something stitched that's a whole nother add-on and Aquafina or you know Pepsi has felt that it was so important to add what is that sunshine on there an eighth of an inch wide yeah if that tiny they found that that little bit of real estate on that bottle was so important to have that red that they spent the extra money on it yeah now in the grand scheme of things in in the, in that sense and that red on that label you're probably talking one thousandth of a penny worth of ink yeah. right but it is it is a thought and they actually sit down and think about it and if you take that Aquafina bottle. And everybody's got Aquafina. Like you can go to Walmart and find Aquafina. You can go to Lowe's right now and buy Aquafina. Yeah. Look at the Especially logo. Especially in the summer. Yeah. Look at the look at the logo. Right. So if you take that bottle right there and simply pulled the logo, the word Aquafina out, you'd still be able to recognize it without the the blue and the red and all that. It, yeah. It can stand on its own two feet. Right. And it, you can make it almost any color, and everybody would know exactly what it is. You don't even have to read the word Aquafina. You look at it and you just already know what it says. Yeah. So well, the bottles also do that too. It's like you can look at the bottles and tell the difference between Aquafina or Dasani and the whole nine. Absolutely. And you can you can see the shape. You can see the the way it's the thickness of the materials, the cap size, the cap yeah. color. Now in the last couple of years of the whole COVID nonsense, those caps actually became very um, hard to get. And so Aquafina was like they had all kinds of color caps on there. I don't know if you noticed that or not. Uh, I don't think I ever experienced that. But look at your bottle now. Yeah, they've gone back to the big caps. They're white again. They were blue for a little while, but that is the original bottle. And because of COVID and lack of materials, they had to do what they had to do. But look, they stuck with it. Yeah. They didn't go cheap and keep those little stupid. Remember those stupid little bottle caps? They're like half the height of that. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. they're awful. They were all. I mean, you literally barely tighten them; they break off. That or like when you go to open it, it spill all over you because yes. a little bit of pressure and that little bit of room it had to move. Yep. So all that's super important to these brands, right? They spend billions of dollars studying this stuff. Yeah. And and I'm not saying I've spent billions of dollars, but I have studied my little heart. He's taking the time. I have. I have really taken the time. And so, you know, when it comes to colors, <clears throat> you have to understand that the human psyche is based upon feelings and how easy is it to consume it right and so when you look at these bottles you look at a logo like a yeti logo it doesn't matter if that logo is the correct color or not i mean i have a yeti right next to me guys it's this big orange you know yeti. if you watch me on social media you'll see me i'm carrying it constantly uh it's full of water non-stop i drink four or five of them a day it's like a little bit of lemon a little bit of touch of lemon it keeps me healthy i've lost over 100 pounds on that we're going to do another episode on my weight loss and how I did it. I need to get back to it. I've, I've put on a couple pounds just because life's been crazy. But anyway, when it comes to these brands, you know, Yeti is on my, my orange Yeti here uh, is, you know, it's, it's lasered in the bottom. So it's a silver background on, on an orange back, but then you've got the same logo up top without the picture uh, border around it. So there's no frame around it. It just says Yeti and you, your brain doesn't know it, but it's, it's, you know, digesting it. And it's actually two totally different logos. Right. And so what you have to find is you have to find, simple simple bold font right just did this if you, if any of you look at right about f- three four years ago yeah they went from a capital w to lowercase letters in their in their logo to now all caps in bold yes i don't know where their team picked up on it or why they made the change i, I don't know um I feel like I think maybe we had a little, you know, help in, in showing the way. I've seen a lot of brands at uh, at Equip this year change. A lot of guys are wearing black shirts. They mm-hmm. never were. They were wearing green or they were wearing white. Now a lot of guys are wearing black. A lot of their logos are changing this bold, you know, font that we use. Um, it's like steel. You have Hustler. Like if you look at the boost, at least, you can see that everything's capitalized. It is. Big bold, it's in your face. John Deere's, you ever notice that? John, it wasn't that they were the same size, but the lettering was capitalized. So it was a capital E versus a lowercase e. You could just tell the difference by how it's typed or written. Yes, it's huge. Yeah. It's huge. And so the reason that is is because you're tr- we're trying as as a as brand creators, um, you know, we're trying to get people to see our brand make it comfortable, make it recognizable, and then in any shape or form you see it, you don't even really have to read it. Yeah. Right? That's kind of the key. That's the end goal. So how do you get there, right? First off, you want very sharp edges. Yes. Now, why do you want sharp edges, Kyle? Do you have any idea? It catches your eye. Well, it catches your eye, but there's actually even more very basic um, reasoning behind it. So take your shirt, for instance, right? That's screen print. Okay, ramp rack is the shirt that uh, Kyle's wearing right now, and it's very. I have to read that. It says it says the ramp rack, and it's a fade. So it's dark green on top, and it fades down into like a white. Okay, in my in my rule book of law, that's a no no. Yeah, you know why? Too much. It's too much, and you can't stitch it. You can't fade stitch stuff. So you want to be able to take a logo. And you want to be able to peel it away from wherever it's at. And you want to be able to stitch it into something that's a half inch tall or be able to take that same logo and blow it up into something that's the size of a billboard. Yeah. And it should feel and act and be responded to the exact same way. There should be absolutely no limitation to that logo, 
period. So that ramp rack, there's nothing about that logo that I can peel apart and have it stand out just on its own. Like you take a Mulchmate logo, for instance, it's that star, that four-pointed star. Yep. And if you guys look at it, go right now, go in, in Google Mulchmate, pull up just Google Mulchmate logo, and you're going to see our four-pointed star. Typically, it's orange on the top with a white or a black bottom. Just Let's just look at the star. We'll start there. What you don't see, there's two arrows pointing at each other. <laughs> I don't know if you – have you ever picked up on that, Kyle? Well, you've told me. Did I tell you? Yeah, okay, so. I, you, I tell people a lot of things, so I, don't, I can't keep up. So there's two arrows pointing at each other, and the whole design premise behind this was a lot like the FedEx logo. You know, the FedEx logo is always pointing. Yeah. Right? So – this is where humans and automation come together. Yeah. That is what Dawson Manufacturing is all about. We can't eliminate all humans, but we can absolutely assist them. We're your mate. We're automating and helping your business and helping your life and create more time and more profit. That's what we do. And so those two arrows represent the automation and bringing those two together. So that's that subliminal thing that you see in our logo that a lot of people have a hard time creating. It took me a while to figure it out. It is not done by mistake. It's completely on purpose. Now, notice when I talked about that logo that the orange is on the top and then the bottom is either white or black. Think of a horizon. Okay. That's what I think of. Okay, perfect. That's that's another thing. What do you feel when the orange is on the top and it makes you feel like a horizon? What do you feel when you see a sunset or a sunrise? Well, I kind of want to drink, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, so is it a sun sunrise or sunset as a drink? Sunrise, I think it's sunrise. Tequila sunrise. Yeah, tequila that's what sunrise. it is. Yep. I'm not a big alcohol person, but that's yeah, I know what you're talking about. But anyway, when I see a sunset or sunrise, I typically feel happiness. Yes, and that's why I designed it that way. Well, that and think of how many people go when they go on a vacation to a beach or something. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they always try to do is they always try to make it to a sunrise so they can watch the sunrise come up. Yep. And the start of a new day, or when the sun's going down, and you're on the west coast, you're watching the sunset. Yeah. Which actually, cool little fact: if you go to the west coast, I believe it is, if the parameters are right as the sun sets you'll see a little green flash really yeah why it's the way that the lighting comes through the atmosphere it just sets this little green flash off in the horizon interesting it's pretty cool that's pretty sick so yeah, it, it was like something that came up on parts of the caribbean but my dad's like yeah you, you that is something that happened it's very rare but it happens fun fact yeah i love that i think the sun is the most beautiful thing on the planet well not on the planet but that we can see from our planet it is it is the it is it's this big hydrogen ball just fuel cell burning away yep it's so crazy like without that thing we are toast so anyway um, going back to the Multimate logo. So there's so much to it. So this logo is also very sharp. It's yes. very pointy. If you if we made it look tattered, originally I wanted to make it look tattered like a kind of old worn out American flag. Yeah. Try stitching that in a logo form that's only an inch tall. Exactly. You can't like your shirt right now, if I'm looking at it, you can't tatter that because it's so small. Right. The the logos are about what, three quarters of an inch tall? Yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd agree with you. Three about three quarters tall. Yeah, three quarters inch tall, and then the Dawson logo is about an inch and a half. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you, you can't do that with either of those no. at that size. Correct. And so that's why that law for me exists. That's what I'm advising. I'm not telling you guys to do this, but I'm advising you to take a look. The data f- with the credentials. Cor- correct. And so also while we're on this 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 subject of this orange color in the sunrise, um, so so if you go and you study the color wheel, and co- different colors are different lengths, right? So the reason the sunset ends in like a red is because that's the longest color, right? You with me? So here's my deal. Here's how I see it. Yes, red is one of the most primary colors, period, when it comes to branding. The, the thing, though, is when you think of the color red, what do you think? 
Typically anger. Okay, good. I'm glad you didn't say what I thought because you just proved my point even further. When I think of red, I think stop. Yeah. Okay. Stop. To me, red is stop. Yellow means caution. Yeah. I was, I was going to say a joke. Go really fast. Yeah. That's like that old Starman movie or whatever it is. Go, go really fast. Finish um, with your foot on the floor or through it. Yes, exactly. That's the way I live. But um, And then green means go. Yeah. I mean, that's just a simple – my kids, my four-year-old knows that, right? So if I, have a, if I have a logo that's red and you're starting to feel anger, do you think that's going to be a good feeling when somebody looks at your, your brand? No. No. For instance, right now, I'm looking at our, our little mixing board here in our podcast studio, and the record button is red. Yeah. That's like, yo, warning, you better get ready to rock and roll. Uh, it's time to record. Oh, we're recording? Oh, we're recording. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I'm glad we pressed that button. Um, so – when it comes to logos, they say red and blue are the best. My opinion is is that orange is a very good substitute for red. Yes. And it gives you a little bit more of a comforting, warm feeling, more in invitation, it's inviting. Softer. It's softer for sure. Yeah. And that's what I'm after because basically whenever you want to buy something – the reason you're going after it is typically it's based off of a need or a feeling. Yeah. And a need is going to force you to buy something, like a Mulchmate. <laughs> Shameless little uh, plug there. Or orange, right, is going to make you feel like, oh, man, I want this this thing. What Your heated hand grips. My heated hand grips. There you go. That's You don't a, need them, but, it's but they're warm. great to They're have. great to have. They're warm. They're comfortable. They make you feel better. And you're not going to dread your job yeah right so for me orange has always been that that go-to color uh i like bright but i also don't want to be like fire engine red. okay here's another fun fact <clears throat> when it comes to cars what color cars more likely get pulled over red red why i know it's just a statistic i it's know <laughs> anger. it's anger it's it's this person's gonna you know the cop sees it and it, it makes them have a feeling yeah and that's why it's more likely to get pulled over um so that's why mulch made in all of our products are orange. Hmm. Okay. So now going back to uh, the colors and the branding and all that, when it comes to like our logos, you'll see, I already talked talked about our logos are, are white and orange or, or black and orange. And that that's because in any, in any logo sense, I want our logo to sit on a background of black or white. Cause that's the, that is the, the absence of all colors. And I want them to work flawlessly and be able to be swapped without any issue yeah okay and that is very hard to do when you're working with other colors other colors just don't like like you can't have a purple and a green together they don't typically mesh and then they typically don't work on like purple on black kind of gets lost um in in the green industry in the landscaping industry green is just overused yeah it's just way way overused and i've actually i've seen a few guys come out and they're using red and these guys, man, they walk through Equip trade show. Oh, you can see them. They're coming, baby, and they are bright, and you know they're coming. Yeah. So I'm gonna do hot pink. That's what I'm gonna do. Hot pink. That's Go what racers. So that's what racers do. We we put hot pink on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Because it is like blatantly obvious. Okay, I'll do there. neon, like a wild neon color. Then. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, pink. I mean, pink works. I um, also like obnoxious colors. I do too. My hitch right now is orange. It's beautiful. It's bright. Orange. It makes the whole it's, rig. It is. It looks good. I actually, I was sitting out front earlier. And all your trucks were lined up, and there's hitches off of everybody's truck, and then I saw Kyle's. Well, mine also <laughs> sticks another foot and a half out from everybody. It, it really does. So kind of sticking with this branding conversation, guys, I hope you're following along here. And, and, and please, go on the Internet and, and find us at, you know, Multimate USA on Instagram. Go to the website. 
drop us a line at any of our social media platforms or here. Make sure you follow us on whatever it is, Spotify, iTunes, Google, wherever you're consuming this content. Please follow us. Hit that uh, that little bell to hear the next podcast when we upload it. We're going to continue dropping these things and dropping as much fire as we possibly can in your little inbox. And I hope, I pray that uh, that we make a difference here. I have a fun little assignment. So this was something you and I were doing a little earlier today was um, when we were actually looking when the podcast came up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We typed in the the name of the podcast, Fastlane Podcast, and we were looking at the ones that popped up around it. Well, it was cool to see as you scroll, okay, close your eyes. Okay, now open them. Tell me which ones you see. Oh, that's what we did, yeah. Yeah, so, we're trying to mock the things that were relatable around us. Correct. So that we can produce the best product. Yeah, so what, to elaborate on what Kyle's doing, we were sitting there, and I, I asked Kyle, I said, Kyle, close your eyes. He's like, no. I'm like, just close your eyes. It's okay. I'm going to scroll to a point where I think, I'm, I'm going to try to see where your eyes go. And he opened his eyes, and he went right for the picture I thought he'd go for. It was a monkey. It wasn't a monkey? Yeah. One was a monkey, and then the other one, you were like, okay, I'll test you. We'll do – it was something very similar to the NFL logo. Yeah. I don't remember what the podcast was. Yeah, but it had nothing to do with the monkey. It had to do with the color on that picture. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, because the monkey was wearing a um, – it was like a Curious George kind of outfit yeah. on a real monkey. Yeah, so it's yellow. it was yellow, yeah. I believe. Yeah. So that's, that's a big one, guys. So yellow is not liked by a lot of people. But it is one of the most catching colors you could put. Yeah, on, it's an attention grabber. That's on, why caution signs are yellow. Yeah, it's meant to like really. It's get like, hey, attention. slow down. There's a turn coming up. Yeah, exactly. You've seen those big arrows on yeah. the turns on the highway. That's why. Yeah, you yellow. don't slow down for this very well. No, I like to hang my corners. I like it. Yeah, I found <laughs> myself coming close to him. I was like, oh. <laughs> what? Who was it? Justin was driving the, uh, the Rumble four, Strips. Four fifty. Yeah, Mister Rumble Strips, and he was driving the four fifty. He says he swears he got up on two wheels. Yeah, I don't believe that. Okay, but. so there no, there was a turn when he was com- We were coming down the mountain and you had hit a bank pretty good and we were coming around all of them but the load must have shifted in the bed of the truck a little oh, bit geez. just because we had all the sandbags sitting out because the pallet broke oh. so we had him sitting in the bed and they must have shifted a little bit and he felt the truck because this is in uh, what was it um, Frostburg Frostburg is a really tiny town on 70 and speed limit says 45 we weren't quite doing that <laughs> well we, we thought we were in Mexico okay well you know <laughs> You did. We were just trying to keep up, so we all got home in the same amount of time. Yeah, that's right. I, see, geographically, I have issues. <laughs> Speed, you have issues. <laughs> geographically, your dad has issues. Yeah, you're not wrong there. But we were going through the town, and it says 45. We're doing about 75, and we're going through the road, and we're hitting these turns through 70, and they're really tight. That's why it yeah. is a 45. You can handle it pretty well at the dually and the trailer. You've done it with multiple years now. 30 years. The 350 was having absolutely no issues with the trailer. Uh, but Justin hit one of the turns when we were coming down the mountains, and he hit it hard. He, I did see the bed of the truck move a little bit, and I was it. like, that was a little sketchy. And he calls me. He's like, please tell me you saw that. Uh, <laughs> I was like, I saw it slightly, like the back end of it. I'm was like, it dark? Uh, it was just getting dark. Was it? Okay. Yeah, I know it was getting dark. When it was just before Sam's last little pee break. Oh, small bladder. Smallest, smallest bladder for sure. Okay, let's get this this uh, podcast back on the rails here. We kind of got off on a tangent there. So when it comes to branding, we've gone through, you know, let's go kind of the, the, the laws real quickly. Size matters. Yes. Right? Okay, so if you're going to visualize your logo, visualize it as small in a stitched form, as, as small as, say, a half an inch. And then blow that son of a gun all the way up to, you know, a billboard. 
Yeah, think of like so when you have like your PDFs or your JPEGs or whatever, you know, sometimes PNG. you can yeah, the PNG. PNG. Well, whatever the other one is is like if you make it small it looks really good, but if you pull it out it kind of gets a little blurry. Oh, a vector file. Yeah, so yeah. you want to make it so that it is clean crisp the entire way. Yes. Yeah, exactly yeah. like that. Well, that's so that's more of like a quality um uh and I'm you know, I'm going to give a good good tip here in a little bit. So guys, hang in there with us. I'm going to give you a really stellar tip that I learned uh, when I first started this company, and it will save you a boatload of money and time. So hang in there with us. I'll get you, I'll get you there in here in a second. But <clears throat> that's the type of file and the blurriness of the file, that's just a vector file. Yeah. That's well, that's created. just kind of what to think about is like when you're, when you're like on the computer and that's you're going from small to big, mm-hmm. you don't want it to get big and get very blown out of proportion. True. That, but that, again, that goes back to the beginning of the design of it. So I'll give you a great example what I'm trying to say here. Yeah. The shirt I'm wearing right now and these these logos I have on here. So on my shirt right now, we've got uh, uh, four logos. We have a Mulchmate, a Cartmate, a Snowmate, and a Truckmate logo underneath the Dawson Manufacturing logo. The smallest thing on my shirt right now is the Dawson Manufacturing logo in the word Manufacturing USA. Yeah. USA. Um, those letters may be quarter inch tall. Yeah. And each line may be a sixteenth of an inch wide. So what had happened was this is the absolute smallest that the people we use as far as embroidering are concerned. Yeah. Their equipment, this is as small as they can make it. Yeah. Now, we have other vendors that can make things a little bit smaller, but my point to this is is that there are limitations to stitching. Yeah. And you can't do a fade. You can't do certain sizes depending on the equipment. And and quite frankly, you you don't want a piece of thread getting too small yeah it, it just then just doesn't work and so you want to be able to embroider stuff you want to, not everything can be screen printed not everything can have a die cut um you know when you die cut like a like a decal right that's when they weed it and they pull all the stuff around it and you're just left with just the vinyl that sticks to whatever you're yep those can get really hard to deal with especially when you're weeding them um so, sometimes they snag and it wasn't cut all the way through it. It just pulls right off. Yeah, it pulls right off and it's miserable and, and it makes the, the decal people very, very grumpy. Hmm. I've, I've learned this. And so you want to design a logo that doesn't have all these little tight little creases. And, you know, when you shrink it way down super tiny, it should still be able to be read and be able to be stitched. So please, I, I, I beg of you pay attention to that law um the second law is the colors the colors mean a lot uh and don't worry i've got a lot of more theories here so hang in there with us um the colors mean a lot so we went through reds you know make kyle feel anger right orange makes us feel like uh sunrise um black and white what do they make you feel kyle uh, I don't know why, but life and death. I don't know why. Life and death. Well, yeah. right? That's what it is. Yin and yang, That's right? just where it comes. Yeah, exactly. Yin and yang. Totally. So when you when you marry these colors, right, and then you apply an orange above them or, or a blue or a red, you know, you get the opportunity, if you use the correct colors, to then project a certain feeling. Yeah. Right? And so... For instance, uh, I'll give you a great instance. I wear black shirts. Kyle, do you know any have any clue why I wear a black shirt? You have no idea, do you? No. No. I used to wear all nothing but white shirts, <laughs> just like I never used to have a beard. The reason I wear a black shirt is because I'm a hardworking dude, and I get dirty. <laughs> yeah. And it blocks out all the dirt that I get I get filthy. If I wore a white shirt, dude, oh, my God. Yeah. I'd, I'd walk out of here looking horrible. So all my logos have to work on black as well as white. So I know no matter what I do in the future, I can take our logos and make it work. So make sure that your logos are going to work really well on a white or a black background. I think white shirts in the indoor booth next year would be pretty crisp. We've considered it. We've considered it. Definitely black for the outdoor, though, because we get pretty dirty out there. So, what, two years ago, it was 
windstorms and dust. This year was mud and rain. Oh, my God. It was so bad. It was bad. So, anyway. Can I make a point on the colors, though? Sure. So, kind of go on – just go type on, like, color wheel. Yeah. The best way to think about it is opposing colors. So, on either side of the color wheels, those are the opposing colors that – Typically, in logos, those are what work best. So, like, blue and red, they're on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So, if you just take that and just put it up when you're thinking about logos and colors and stuff like that, just use that as a reference. Absolutely. And and look up what they, they make, you know, people feel. Okay, here. I just pulled up a chart really quick on Google. Blue. It's giving me roughly seven things. Blue stands for trust, smart, calm, faith, natural, stable, power. Yeah. Sounds like it's a, it's a smooth color. Sounds like politics. Mm. <laughs> red is the second color. Look at this color wheel. Mm-hmm. This is true. Red comes first. Blue or I'm sorry. Blue comes first. Red comes second. Red means love, intimacy, energy, sale, uh, passion, anger, and hunger. Interesting. I didn't know hunger was going to be in that one. That's interesting. I don't know why that's there. But these these colors all have meaning. So let's go to orange. I've never read this chart. It's pulled up on Google really fast. Health, attraction. Stand out, thirst, wealth, youthfulness, and happiness. So for those of you that don't like the orange in our stuff, we have something to say to you. We do. We do. So that is, I mean, I've never, I've never pulled this specific chart up. I just Googled it really quickly. And th- there, is, there is massive amounts of reasoning behind colors. So choose wisely. Do as much of your due diligence as you possibly can. You want to find colors that are relatable, that can't be confused. Like, you don't want to choose violet over purple. You don't want to have that the confusion, right? You can't confuse red. You also don't want to go, like, down the rabbit hole of, like, oh, it's indigo or this or that. You want to have very standard colors. Yeah, so there's something called an RAL chart, Yeah. okay? And this RAL chart, basically, you, you can pick out a very standard color. You know what the color is? All the orange in our building, all the orange, do you know what it's called? Uh, the latest I remember was traffic cone orange. Very close. It's safety orange. Okay. That's exactly what it is. Um, and, and I stole it from, so KTM is a, is a brand that, that builds motorcycles and really cool stuff. And I love KTM. I don't own anything. I'd love to one day, uh, just not in the cards for me at the moment. But their, their color is a very, very, very similar, close representation of safety orange. And the reason I ended up choosing Safety Orange over um, KTM Orange, I believe KTM Orange is 2008 and ours is 2009. Shocker. 09. There it is again. Um, you did it, it for a reason. I did. I did. But it's also Safety Orange. And I wanted to anybody that ever came back to us and said, why do you have everything orange? It's for your own safety, dude. Yeah. It's kind of like, I'll give you a great for instance. Why in the world do we not have mulch come out of the back of Mulchmate? It's the death trap or whatever the death zone, that whatever is they the, call it. That is the kill zone. Yeah, that. Go, go ask any tow truck driver. They will preach up and down. If you're parked on the side of the road, which is where mulch mates and typically stuff um, gets parked, is you know right on the side of the road or in a driveway or whatever, we do not put you at the back of the truck because that is the kill zone. That is, what, here's what happens. You want to get out of the way of whatever's coming towards you. Correct. So typically the human mind, most people, unfortunately, we live in kind of a – the day's la-la land, right? Yeah. We, we're going through the motions every single day and we're letting our subconscious mind do all the work for us and it's an incredible machine, you know, mechanism that we have in between our ears and what ends up happening is people, their subconscious mind sees a car on the side of the road. They just think, well, that's the, the car in front of me. I'm just going to kind of veer over to that car and I'm yeah. just going to hang out there. Well, your, your subconscious mind, if you're not, you know, paying attention, it will run you straight into a car parked there. 
Yeah. And so what happens is people standing behind cars or like between the trailer and a truck, you'll get killed. Yeah. So that is why we push everybody on the mulch mate. We push you out to the side and we offer you extension conveyors and all kinds of crazy stuff to keep you to the side because if somebody, and this has happened to my people, this happened to my customers, they've gotten rear-ended sitting on the side of the road and they're just standing there and the truck's gone. Yeah. That is why it is the most ignorant, dumbest, unsafe thing in the world to build a machine that puts you at the backside of a truck or trailer. Yeah. Stupid. You are going to kill somebody. Don't do that. So that is why we do what we do, guys. And so <clears throat> let's get back to this branding conversation. The 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 color wheel is very important. Kyle made some very good points there. Um, and and that is that's how we feel. Now, you've got to have we so okay let's go back to the beginning we started with the name right name's very important you don't want it super long we're going to get that next that's syllables right um when we get back to the colors you want to pick two colors and i didn't talk about this too too much stick to two colors try not to get past two colors the reason that is is because when you have something screen printed a, a second or third or a third or fourth color gets very very expensive yeah and then it gets to be too much for the subconscious mind to then absorb excuse me so if you've got three or four colors, but basically what happens is you're creating confusion. You don't want that. Well, right? I think about like when you're going down the road and people have like their trucks wrapped or whatever, they're, they have the branding on the side of the vehicle and they have a million things. I can tell you right now, I don't remember the name of the company. I just go, that wrap looks cool. That's yeah. all you get. Like you don't remember the information that you're supposed to remember because your your mind's going to everything else. So let me let me pick up, like I'll, I'll pick up with that ball and I'm run with it. Here is the reality go look at the biggest brands in the world and go look at their trucks yeah they're they super wrapped? simple no like rupert it's just rupert rupert Brightview. that's it land care that's all it, now granted they may have a nice like all the trucks are the same color that just keeps the uniformity yep. but it's just that yeah that's all it is so what it's doing is it's taking away any kind of confusion yep. from the human mind it allows the mind to focus in on exactly what we want it to focus in on we don't want it to focus in on um, all the services and all that. That's a secondary thing. Yeah. We want people to grab that brand, know what that brand stands for without even having to list the services, and then be very comfortable and very quick to be aware of what it is, and then just simply be able to Google it. Yeah. Like, we didn't have that 20 years ago. We have Google today, and I don't know about you, but, like, I don't really... I don't type in www.mulchmateusa.com. No, you just type in Mulchmate. Mulchmate. I go to Google and I click on the first thing. Yep. I, I go to our own website. That's how I get there. Yeah. And I believe everybody does it that way. Um, so it's very key. Great point, Kyle, to then you keep things stupid, simple, right? Kiss. Don't, what's that? Kiss. Kiss. It is kiss. Keep things simple, stupid. Um, that's what it stands for, right? Keep it simple. Keep stupid. it simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. I can't. I can't. Anyway, um, It'd be nice if you could talk sometimes. Yeah, I know. I, 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 the thing is, I've got so much information that I'm pulling out of so deep within my brain to, to have this conversation with you and, and to share this knowledge with our audience here that I, I, I feel like I can't talk fast enough to get it out of my head. I've got so many years of data and experiences, and I, I can I can just remember conversations uh, that I had with customers like, "How'd you find out about us back in the landscaping days?" And they're like, "Oh, I saw your bandit sign." I'm like, "Well, what what on the bandit sign you see?" Well, I just saw this. Yeah. And I'm like, "Ah, got it." And that's how I learn. It's a cue. It's a cue, and I just I constantly pick up on, you know, what triggers people. What is gonna make them? It's it's the crash video on Snowmate online, dude. I put this crash video out and people are like, "You're an idiot." That's Why? so dumb. You're such an idiot. Why are you doing that? There's no snow. I guess you're plowing leaves. You're an ass clown. You like seriously, dude? 
it's a durability test to prove that if our, you hit something like that. Yeah, and you will. Like one okay, great friends. I was 16 years old. I was plowing an MTA lot out off of uh 32 just past NSA. Yeah. And I am like ripping it down this road and it was deep enough snow. I did not see this curb and I full speed took it out. You felt great after that one, didn't Dude, you? I jumped out and I'm walking around I'm going, "What just killed me? Am I still alive?" <laughs> And and I got out and I had to check the truck. I don't hear the angels singing yet. Yeah, oh my gosh, dude, it was crazy. So that is why we we do things. And and I don't try to trigger people, but you have to learn what makes a person react. Yeah. Um, another quick tip for you guys: seven touches. It takes seven touches of people to to get them typically to to make a move. So if you think you're going to go out there and slap a logo on the side of the truck and the first time they see it is when they call you, you are sadly mistaken. Either they're very desperate and they do, or they've seen you around. Think about when they approach you too, is like, oh yeah, I've seen your trucks and you mm-hmm. can only have one. Mm-hmm. You know, if they say they've seen your trucks, they're thinking they've seen it multiple times or a, you know, the similar rig multiple times, mm-hmm. not just that one. Oh, I give you a great for instance. So that's a great point. I remember back in the day, I was sitting in my office and I'm like, phone's not ringing. Why isn't it ringing? I just had, you know, my truck letter. I only have one truck at this point. Why, why, you know, why aren't they calling? And I got to thinking what you just said. I'm not out there. Yeah. Like, so literally what, here's what I did. I, instead of going, going home and working in my home office, I took my truck, drove it to a community, sat there and did my, my estimates or whatever I was doing, paying bills or writing. Back then I had to write a check and then mail it. Yeah. Like lick the envelope. It was ridiculous. Um, wow. What a world we live in now. But, um, I would literally drive to a community, work for an hour. Drive to another community, work for an hour. Drive to another community, pass out some flyers. Drive to another community, work for an hour. And I was just staging my truck. And before you knew it, my phone rang. Well, remember, um, let's, I'll go through this and let's get back on the topics or the your principles, per sure. se. Um, when Multimate just started and you went to 4th Street Live, you had the guys get into every front in front of every single camera mm-hmm. and start waving the logo or like get high enough cuz Sam's a big dude. He can mm-hmm. he'll stand over every single person that's in the crowd there. Mm-hmm. You know, minus one or two. Yeah. And you know, he can get that the logo at least in front of the camera. Yeah, well that was the whole point. So like if you look at our hats, it's just the star. Yes. And and what we had done year 1 was we literally wouldn't sleep. I, I forced my team to wear – like, we were la- wearing our lanyards with our badges all night long. Yeah. Like a bunch of idiots. And the reason I was doing that was because we would go to, like, 4th Street, and I said, guys, walk. We cannot stand. Continue to walk. And we would walk, flash the cameras with our hats and our shirts, and because the logo was correctly designed, it would glow in that in that lighting, in that yeah. environment. It catches it. Man, you could see it instantly, right? And so we would do that, and then we'd walk around, or we'd follow the singer. The singer would go upstairs. We'd follow him upstairs yeah. and try to, like, get behind him, and we would do all these things. Sam said at one point he almost, like, got up on stage. Dude, he for real, he almost did. That's funny. He's a, he's a big music music junkie. So, but yeah, no, that's a great point. We were so obsessed with getting this brand in front of everybody. Not necessarily like I knew nobody would buy it. Really, kind of first go round, but I had to plant that seed. Yeah, and that was the big thing is is planting that seed. And that's what I'm trying to su- suggest and recommend to you guys. You gotta plant the seed. If you don't get the seed planted and you don't get this brand in people's heads. They're just going to call the next guy. Yeah. They have no reason to be stuck with you. Like, well, you how many other people out there that are in the same industry that can do it for you? Well, not just like the landscaping industry, but the chimney sweeping industry, the plumbing industry, the electrical industry, yeah, all that's these what I'm different saying. industries. Like, what is going to, what, at the end of the day, it basically comes down to two things is, is the awareness of the brand, right? And then 
how easy is it for your customer to get through your system? Yeah. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm the kind of guy that has no time to be dealing with, you know, calling a company, they don't answer the phone, they, your voicemail box is full. By the way, if your voicemail box is not set up or if it's full, shame on you. Yeah. Dude, shame on you. You are not a business. I'm sorry. I just hurt your feelings, and if that's the case, good. I'm glad I just did because it is asinine. It is simply asinine that in today's day and age, you don't have your emails or your voicemail. Or if you deleted. don't call back within at least an hour. Well, I'm know, sorry. Like, well, okay, but okay, but let's go off of that. Call back an hour, right? I'm the kind of guy that's so busy, and I need an answer right now. I'm going to continually call people until yeah, I get until the answer I want. Yep. I, I'm sorry. I live in the Amazon age. Yep. I need an answer now. And if you don't give, even if you answer the phone, you don't have an answer, but you tell me you're going to get back to me, at least I know the process has begun and I can go, I can, I can rest easy. Yeah. Right. So that's a whole nother podcast and a whole nother time and a whole nother day. And I can't wait to jump into that one because that one, I'm going to scream mm. the entire podcast. I'm going to be out of breath and, and, and worn out by the end of that one. So anyway, let's sound get, like you're already out of breath and worn out <laughs> because I'm so passionate about this. This is so important. And so many people are missing the boat and it's such a simple free thing to do. If you just simply put your mind to it. Yep. It, it just, it blows my mind that people don't study this stuff. It's free. It's staring you in the face right now. Yeah. Literally, like social media, what color is the Facebook logo? Blue. It's blue. Like, I don't understand. Anyway, uh, YouTube, red. Like, it, oh my God, dude. I can, Amazon I can, is a box. Seriously, dude. It's the box that comes to your house every day. Seriously, it's it's uh, it's a blue logo. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, dude. I could go on for days on this one. Anyway, so. Back to your principles. Let's go back to the principles. So we've kind of gone. Name, color. Name, color. If we can get some kind of like subliminal messaging in there, an arrow, yeah, like if you look at the Amazon logo, the Amazon logo is 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 goes from A to Z. It's an arrow pointing from yep. A to Z because they cover everything from A to Z. Yeah, like a lot of people don't know that. Like I can't believe that some of these and people it's a smiley face to induce happiness. Correct. So that when you get the box, you smile. So it's a feeling. Yeah, like the trucks drive by and it says on the side, everything you want is in this box. Yeah, freaking brilliant. Like oh my god, there there's is it's no wonder they're. Uh, what are they? The largest company in the world? No, I don't think they're the largest company in the world. I think there's like somebody bigger in China, but regardless. Yeah, very close. Trillion dollar company, I would say. Got to be. Billion, yeah. I don't know. It's a lot. A it's lot of freaking money. A lot. They are King Mac daddies and good for them. They've they've put in a lot of time and study. So anyway, let's get back to um, this brain. I know we keep saying that, but there's so much juiciness in this, in this podcast for you guys. Um, let us know what you think. I really want to hear what you have to say. DM us. Hit us at multimateusa.com or not multimateusa.com. Just Google Mulchmate. Go on to some social media and message us. I don't care where it's at. And we also have an email if you want to email questions or things like that for me to ask Nick or even have asked for me. Um, Life in the Fast Lane podcast at gmail.com. It is L. Hold on. I have to spell it out sometimes. L I F T L. Yep. Podcast, podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. So I'll put a link in it below just to make things easier just because sometimes you have to like spell it out in your head mm-hmm. and then type it yeah it's like the so, phone number thing yep you know the pattern yep Again, that's my point yep it's the patterns right it's not necessarily what you're typing it's the feeling and the 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 your subconscious mind is going through the motions yeah like i can type my my email address on my on my computer right oh, yeah, now you don't even have to look i don't have to look because it's that it's that you know the feeling anyway so um let's get back to this and we're going to try to try to get you as much juice here in the last couple 15 minutes of this podcast um so the colors are very important the name's very important end goal is very important feelings are very important here is one that i you're going to think i'm crazy 
And I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I have, I am literally living, walking proof of it. So, what are the first words, Kyle, that most children say? Mama, dada. Mama, dada. Syllables. So, so there's two syllables in that, guys. Now, I want you to take a look at mulch, mate, and take a look at mama. Cowpox. Cowpox, <laughs> right? So, not only in mulch, mate, is there two syllables, but the first letter of each syllable starts with the same same letter, same sound. So, mama, da, da. That is... That is that is ingrained into the genetics of a human being. Yep. That is the program that you and your wife, when you created Maylin, that is that that download that you gave her. Yeah, she's already started the mama, dad, dad. It's great, isn't it? It's so dude, wait till she so comes to you and she goes, Dad, I just I love you so much. Like, oh my God, dude, my heart, my daughter does that to me. I'm like, whatever you want, baby. <laughs> Have my, my wallet. Here's my wallet. I gave her 100 bucks this morning. I was like, baby, you did such a good job. Here's 100 bucks. Put it in your savings account. Um, and don't let your money sit there forever, Ellie, because it will die in that savings account. So yeah, Maylin, do give that. me the, hi, Dad. I was like, oh, I was done. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's funny, fun fact, though, and it blows my whole theory to pieces here, and I'm going to admit this just because I'm a real person and I don't mind making a fool of myself. Guess what my daughter's first word was? Cartmate. <laughs> no, you would think it was mulchmate, but and it, and it kind of plays in the same realm. It was Google. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Google, Google, two G's. Yep. So it, it follows kind of the same principle, kind of. Um, but that was our first word. We were, she was sitting on a table at a restaurant in Florida. Yeah, I forgot you said that. It's crazy. So anyway, guys, when you're talking about you know your business and naming it and branding it and all that, take a very good close look at syllables. Trying to keep the letters you know, as close as you can, if not the same in the first letter of each syllable, that is going to be crucial to people remembering your brand. It's going to make them, it's, it's really going to help them download this information and you're making it as easy as humanly possible for them to be able to remember you, remember who you are, what you stand for. And people tell me all the time, they're like, man, Mulchmates is fun to say. Like yeah. at, at the end of all my videos, I'm always going, Mulchmates, And that was something I pulled from um, Top Gear. I'm a big Top Gear fan. It's, it used to be on the BBC. It's now called uh, Grand Tour on Amazon. And, cars go figure. Yeah, cars go figure, right? <laughs> and I, I go around going, yes. Well, that all came from Jeremy Clarkson. So I what I love to do with branding, too, is I love to find what other people do that is very successful, and I just copy it. Yeah. Copy, paste. It, the best ideas are stolen, period. Like, okay, it, it's, 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 it, it's amazing because – all I ever did was – what happened was I had decided when I was a young man that I was going to no longer live by what I thought the rules society had for me. That's all it was. And I said, I'm going to go create my own little moral compass in what I think is correct. And I'm going to do good in the world. I'm going to take care of people. I'm going to make sure I help people. I'm going to make sure that – I mean, this podcast, dude, we're doing this for free. We're yeah. spending a lot of money doing it and time and – I'm not. Have I? How many times have I asked you? Like, how much money do you think we're going to make from this? How many times have I, I said? I have no it? idea. I've never said it. Yeah. Because I don't care. Because I'm I'm out to help. So, when when you carry that kind of approach with your company, your moral compass, your core values. Oh, that's another one you should talk about. Is core values and mission statements. That's yeah. a, That's a big one. Oh, the good old banner. Back to it. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a banner. It's like 35 foot long, and it's it shows all of our our core values on it. Anyway. So when it comes to this brand, I want you to focus on two syllables. Try to keep it within two syllables. If you can pull off the the two M's like mulch mate, um, 
Auto. Well, not automate. That's that's kind of a dumb reference. I don't know. I, I'm anyway. Stick with the brand. Uh, colors. It was two syllables. It was in two syllables yeah. and share the same letter in each syllable would be preferred if you can pull it off. Not a must. Preferred. Um, if you can study your color wheel, study your market, and try to keep things very simple for the human mind, black and white, you know, background, and then let the logo do the talking for you. Like I see guys, remember we talking earlier in this podcast about guys wearing like red hats and all that? Yeah. So what I find with red is they love, people love to put black on top of red. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why, because black on red is miserably difficult to see. White is better, but it also gets fuzzy. Yeah. So if like you take this logo and you back it away from your face and you get, have you ever noticed? You ever you ever noticed that when something gets further from you, it gets darker. Yes. So slightly. so if you if you're hunting right and you see a deer way out in the field, typically it's darker in color. Yeah. At a distance. So as things get darker, they get or further away, they get darker and they get grainier. And again, this is just studying. This is just paying attention to my world. It's like as you approach a sign from far away when you're driving, especially at night. Yeah, it's harder to see and it's fuzzier. So yeah. And what, what else? And what else do you do typically when you're approaching that sign? You squint. Well, you squint. <laughs> but do you know what else people do? They turn down the radio. Oh, I, I, if I need to know where I'm going, sometimes, but not normally. <laughs> but, but why do we do that? Because you think you can see better when you have. Well, it's a sensory thing. So if you're depriving other sense or you have another sense that's filled up you're depriving that sense of being able to exactly exactly so being able to be used so what you have to be able to do is you have to take and make your logo as in in your brand when i say your brand it's everything it's the clothes you wear it's the hats it's the shirts it's the trucks the way you act the way you act your mannerisms the way you man you could be standing in a restaurant and you could be going off on a waiter, and literally your next customer could be sitting next to you, or your current customer sitting right next to you, and you don't even know it. Yeah, and then you lost it. So have a wear some have some wherewithal, dude. Yeah. So it, it all plays a factor. The the type of bodies you put on your trucks, the type of you know hand tools that you're using. If you're using, okay, great. For instance, I had, I had some work done at my house about six or seven years ago, and this clown pulls up to my house in this old ratty nasty. Uh, Dodge van. Are you um, talking about me? No. <laughs> well, I advised you on this. I know I did. Yeah. I know I did. And you took it a little too far, but that's okay. You got you reeled I it back went in. A little too far. You reeled it back in. You did a good job. Um, but a big mistake, by it's, the way. It's all about trust, right? And admitting that you made it made a uh, a mistake. That's key. Yeah. Like that is freaking key. But it's we can all, talk about that in another podcast. And uh, we will. I bit myself in the butt. Write that really down. Hard. Um, trust. So when when this guy pulled up, his truck was white. But it was rusted out, and it also his logo had red in it. I couldn't even. Oh, I know what it was. It was barn something. I can't remember, but it was good. The red was there, so it stuck with me. I I don't know what it was called, which is bad. But I remember that the truck was white and it had a red barn on it. Yeah. So that proves the red and white, you know, yeah. theory. But then the other side of the theory also proves correct, which is I don't remember the name because yeah. it, was, it was too long. It was it was like. Bar, barnyard Builders Incorporated or some, some yeah. long drawn out oh my god dude I was exhausted after saying it I was exhausted trying to think of it the next dude that, that came in um, that, that that gave me the estimate came in a fairly new F-250 um, ladder rack on it crew cab and his company was just um, I think it was I think it was Creative Touch yeah something simple and it's like I can tell you his name his name's John Johnson J.J. 
Yeah. Very simple, direct. And when he, he did such a good job. He is my favorite vendor that I ever worked with in my landscape company. Now this wasn't for a landscape company, but I knew him through a networking group that we did. Oh, networking. So yeah, that's, big that's, one. that's a big one I want to put on this list because it helped me tremendously. And I will, I will give big shout outs to all the people that helped me grow. Uh, during that time I was with uh, a, a BNI group. It was, it was fantastic. And I suggest everyone go to one either way. Um, John Johnson came into my life and he did an amazing job with his brand, with the comfort that, that his, his aura and his shirts and his hats and his people in, in the way he just approached everything without even saying a word. Yeah. And he didn't have to say a word. And I was like, that's my guy. That's I, awesome. So you have to be able to create that, that brand, that brand awareness, that comfort when it comes to, you know, not just the colors, not just the shapes, not just, um, you know, what it stands for, but like, how's it applied? You know, it, it brings a sense of comfort when it's done correctly. And when you check those subconscious mind boxes, this conversation is over. Yeah. I'm going with John Johnson. It's over. I just know it. And I mean, I haven't talked to John in, gosh, I couldn't tell you how long. Creative images or creative touch. I can't remember. Really it comes in like the, that first impression ordeal of like, how, how are you coming off to the client? Is it, is it easy? Like, keep it simple, stupid. It just yeah. refers right back to that. Yeah, and and that's and that is because we're all wired like water. Mm -hmm. It's it's path you know, of least resistance. The path of least resistance. Is it easy and is it feel right? And once you check those boxes, the wallets open, gentlemen <laughs> and ladies. Excuse me. So, um, Kyle, that's about. Have I missed anything that I've told you? I feel like I have just. I've just. I'm sweating almost. If we missed anything, I can guarantee it's going to come up in another one. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I know it will. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that's like massive, massive, massive. I know um, the, the the big one I like is the color wheel. The color wheel. Because people, everybody just, everybody wants to put like the rainbow in it. And I don't mean that in a, a bad sense. It's just a matter of if you have too much going on, I'm not thinking about what your company name is or what you do. I'm looking at all the colors and everything going on in that wrap or whatever you have on your branding. Yeah. You know, I just like you were saying, you you remember the barn, but you don't remember the name of the guy that rolled up. I just remember he ticked me off and I didn't like him. <laughs> it just it just didn't he rubbed me the wrong way. And it well, was, outside of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it all started with his brand. Yeah. You know, he pulled up. I'm like, mm -mm. the brand is you. It is. Even though you don't want it always to be you, it has to be you because you're the one that's you're you're running the ship. Yeah, it, it truly and it tells a lot about a person and how much they care. And if they can't get their logo right, what in the hell do you think they're going to think about if your logo sucks? Yeah. What do you? How are you going to differentiate yourself? It's just not going to. It's not going to go well for you. So get it right. Stop. Oh, juicy nugget. Juicy Nugget, I told you I was going to give it to you in this podcast, and I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to give it to you. So, glad you remembered. I'm glad I did. I didn't even take notes on it. I should have. I, I, bad boy. Bad boy. Um, We're getting you a notepad. I just forgot to bring it. I literally, we came from lunch and came straight here and just mm -hmm. rock and rolled. Um, so here is the golden nugget that some of you may or may not know. Fiverr. Yes. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. If you guys go there, they have an app. They, you can do it on your phone. You can do it on your computer. This is something that I started off day one. Mulchmate didn't exist. I was just trying to. Did you use this in laser cut or no? No. No. Dude, I'm telling you, I don't know. Something happened after I broke my jaw. I, I like, I found another gear, and I don't understand how I did it, but 
all of all of this extra gear or two that I had found all went into Mulchmate. And what had happened was I was trying to find ways to grow Dawson Manufacturing and Mulchmate and Cartmate and all these mates and all these other products. And I, I couldn't afford to pay graphic designers. I couldn't I couldn't pay people to create whiteboard videos. And I had all these dreams and aspirations. And I don't know where I found Fiverr, but I found it. And we've only done one whiteboard video. I don't, you've probably seen it. Yeah. So if any of y'all... Just one or two. Just one. Really? We've, we've only done one. And I had sat out in my backyard. I had written the script for this whiteboard video, meaning each picture is custom. And so I drew out the pictures, and then I wrote a uh, script to the whole thing, and then went on Fiverr. I found somebody that in, like, Bangladesh or something to do oh, the whiteboard. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Right. And then I found a guy that would do a voiceover in, like, I don't know, Portugal or something. I don't. I have no idea where he's from. And I paid one of them, like, 50 bucks for the voiceover, and I paid the whiteboard person, like, 200 bucks. And I said, this is what I need. And we went through like two or three iterations of it. And bam, for like 250 bucks, I had a perfect then whiteboard video that got my point across. Um, and I had gotten quotes in the United States from like companies that do this. And they wanted like ten to $15,000 for yeah. this video. Are you out of your mind? It's not reasonable. It's not reasonable at all. And so there's all kinds of these website guys out there that can... I know there's a website. I don't know the name off the top of my head. You could probably just Google search it. But like, if you want to learn how to podcast, they have tutorials on how to start your own podcast. There's people like me and Kyle that can walk you through it, that get on there and they get paid to do it. Or they, you can go to Fiverr if you want um, a custom you know, animated logo, intro, outro, whatever. You can do it there. If you want um, someone to do all the editing of a podcast, you want someone to do all your YouTube editing for you, you go to Fiverr and it starts at five bucks. It's cheap, yeah. right? Now, not everything stays at that price. You know, it depends on the levels. You can even have like CAD designing on Fiverr. So, That's crazy. So go on Fiverr, check it out. This is an unpaid little plug for them. Uh, it'd be nice if they sponsored us, but no, wouldn't it? That'd be sweet. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Um, but you got yeah, Fiverr, and the other one that I always used was um, Upwork. You ever heard of Upwork? I have. Uh, so up, there's Upwork. I looked into Fiverr. I've never looked into Upwork. So truth be told, um, Mulchmate's logo, the original Mulchmate logo, was not designed on either one of those. It was designed on 99 Designs. I thought you were going to say on a napkin or something. No, I ha <laughs> I have the pictures of the original Mulchmate logos I had worked out, and they were terrible. They were really, really bad. Nice. So here's how I go about designing a logo, just to kind of cap this conversation off. I go out, and I find logos that I love. Yeah. I just Google stuff, and I'm just like, ooh, that's cool. Ooh, like that. Ooh, this is cool. And what I did was I had taken – a bunch of logos, a bunch of websites, and I had gone to 99designs, and I had taken all that information, screenshots, videos, whatever, pasted it and, and, and attached it to this email, and basically on 99designs, I think it was like 500 bucks. I look back on it, it was kind of a ripoff, but I got a lot of logos out of it, and you can choose, out of like the 99designs, you can choose which one you like, and I got some stellar ones, and I got some really bad ones. Funny thing is, the Mulchmate logo you see today, I literally only changed above the E. There's like a little orange yeah. chicka or whatever. It's like a little line. That was that was a custom touch that I put on it. And I had fed this 99designs website all this information. This guy had come up with it. And literally, I think it was like the fifth one that someone designed and 
put on there and it took like two or three days for all the designs to get uploaded yeah and i was like that's it that's the one i want and uh my, my father was looking at it, he goes nah i don't like that i, don't, I like this one and i'm like i'm not sure what it's like to be wrong but you're definitely wrong on this one <laughs> and uh he, he you know he looks back and we laugh at it he he liked the one that we ultimately chose um and i think it was the right choice so there you go guys there is your really really amazing golden nugget if you haven't done that you need to check it out and go explore it it will absolutely help you grow and be more profitable and get things done faster not tomorrow today, today. All right, boys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. And don't forget to go check us out on all our social medias on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Yeah, go to YouTube and subscribe, please. We're going to get that ramped up here as well. I'm on them about it. Don't worry. I know. I, I So I just ordered a, a, a little thumb drive. It's got a terabyte of uh, space on it. I can download all the videos that I keep deleting on accident because it won't download to Google correctly. So no excuses. Figure it out, and we're going to make it happen. Let's go. All right, boys and girls. Have a good day. We'll catch you later. And thanks again for joining us. And we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. See ya.